Are you ready to take your real estate investing business to the next level? Well, you're in the right place. This is the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. With your mentors, Wayne and Gabby. Good morning and welcome to the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Today is Friday, October 7th, 2022, and the weather today in the Edmonton area is going to be 20 degrees. Well, that's that's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, that's great. That's a great day to go down to the corn maze. It is. Kids are off from school. Yeah. Uh, Everly and I and uh, three of her friends. And one of their friend's moms is heading to Lacombe to do the corn maze and pumpkin patch and zip lining and cloud jumping and all the fun stuff they have there. Nice. Nice. Mm. We are broadcasting live as we do every morning, Monday through Friday at 6 a.m. Mountain Time. Um, If you're listening to the podcast and you want to join in live, actually, why don't we switch things up? Okay. Why don't you tell us the benefits of joining in live? Me? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Well, you get to be in the community right here of people, of people saying, what's cloud jumping? There's a chat. <laughs> There's a chat function in the Podbean app where you can talk amongst each other and uh, you can call in and get your questions asked. There's a little button. You just click call in. There's a little and button. You can call into the morning show. You can share the show and show people on social media how cool you are that you listen in live. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, basically, why free would coaching. anyone want to, why would anyone want to call in? Get their question, their, their, their questions. real estate investing questions answered so that they can move forward and take action. Because we answer them. Of course we do. We do that. That's who we are. For free. Free. For free. It's right there. Free. You want free coaching? Bam. Wake up at 6 a.m. If you're in BC, sorry, sucks to suck, but 5 a.m. <laughs> sorry. And I get it. If you're in Ontario, it's 8 a.m. You're probably just swiping in at work. But guess what? This is what we got. This is, this is, if you want free coaching, 6 a.m. Mountain Time every morning. It's here. It's here for you. Um, you don't have to pay for it. Pretty cool. Right? Yeah. That's why you should join it's, in life. We're like, we're like water. <laughs> right? How many people go down to the store and buy a bottle of water? Lots of people, right? Buck, two bucks, three bucks. But you could also go to the side of the building and get it for free. Take advantage of free water. Very interesting, Wayne. <laughs> Don't know where you pulled that from, but we'll go with it. <laughs> I've been drinking a lot of... I'm just rubbing my eye going like, what the, where the hell is he going with this? I've been drinking a lot of the side of the house water lately. (laughs) A lot more than I normally do this past summer because I keep, you know, I'm I'm driving around to our different projects and I got my water bottle, but I, you know, I empty it while I'm driving around all day. And then I'm like, go to these, 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 you know, these, these renovation sites and there's no taps. (laughs) And, uh, but the only one we have is is the spigot outside. So I go out and. Been drinking from the the spigot outside, like nice. like like the good old days when I was a kid. Used to play hockey. You know what I mean? We didn't we didn't have water bottles when we were kids. Just put our mouths on the spigot. <laughs> All right. Can anyone relate? Join in on the chat. Who used to drink water from the side of the house? Well, Kyle uh, Kyle said like drinking from the garden house. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and Josh says at least it wasn't from the sump hose. Very true. Very true. <laughs> Kids these days, they I mean, they got Apple Pay on their phones and they're running down to the store getting Gatorades. I mean, just to, it's just unbelievable. <laughs> Kids these days. Oh, my. Get your free water this morning. Click that call in button. We have a mystery user who is um, live for the first time this morning. Oh, shit. Hang but... on. Let me put on a night. Let me put on a nice shirt. but they haven't um they haven't updated their name and their profile so we don't know who they are but they say that garden hose water hits differently it does (laughs) 
It does. It does like like milk in a plastic cup. Yeah, not not with you on that. I don't know what plastic you're talking about. Plastic cup tastes different than a glass <laughs> cup. And and water from a garden hose, it, it hits different. Our mystery user says, LOL, sorry, Sean is the name. Mm, Sean who? Keep working. <laughs> There's a lot of Sean's. Sean, how's it spelled? Good morning, everyone. There's a lot of you piling in here. And we're happy to see you all. Sean, Sean, Sean. Sean is the name. <laughs> I don't know. Just the way that I read it, like, lol, sorry, Sean is the name. I almost, I, I the way I read it, it was like, Sean's the name. <laughs> I just came into town. He's got his horse out in the front, tied up up front. <laughs> don't mind me. Just came here to drink from the local watering hole. <laughs> Sean Ash, my wife and I are just beginning our YE journey, our, our, our real estate journey in YEG. Nice, amazing. Nice. And here's Wayne making fun of you. Uh, well, I mean, welcome, welcome to the community, to the club. <laughs> I know that name. I know that name. I just saw that name recently. Oh yeah, I know who you are. I know who you are. <laughs> he just uh, he just joined um, the free real estate uh, investing masters group uh, the other day. Nice. Beautiful. That's right. I recognize that name. Sorry. Uh, yeah, we do talk about real estate too sometimes. <laughs> um, we're just going to take a quick word from our sponsors and then we'll get into that. And hey, Sean, if you got any questions, feel free to either call in or you can just put it in the chat there if you're a little shy on the uh, yeah on the microphone. Hit us with them. Um, hit us with those questions and everybody else too. Let's let's make this a day of learning and a day of fun. Um, okay, uh, we, class. Uh, everybody in a circle. It's frizzle. <laughs> Uh, as we uh, as we as we ride into the weekend, uh, we got a long weekend, so there's no show on Monday. So get your questions in today, so you can take some serious action this weekend. Maybe you're going to raise some money from Aunt Susan this weekend. Crisscross applesauce. What? Sorry, I can't let it go. What? I said crisscross applesauce. Oh. Oh, I thought you said our day know, of learning. Oh, I thought you said pass the applesauce, Aunt Susan. And have you thought about yes. your real estate investment portfolio? Yes. <laughs> our sponsors some of you might have heard us talking about dci properties and how much we like their process and deal flow as one of the premier wholesaling companies in canada but one of the things most people don't know about dci properties is that they don't cherry pick deals for themselves everything they get under contract they offer out to their buyers list that's right no sloppy seconds from no DCI. sloppy seconds so if you're an investor looking for their next flip project or cash-flowing rental property, get on their buyers list today and check out their inventory. To get on the list for Alberta deals, visit www.dciproperties.ca slash albertabuyers or for Ontario deals, go to www.dciproperties.ca slash buyers. What do you mean you'll follow my lead? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> what are we what are we talking about tonight? She's like, I don't know. I'll follow your lead. What the hell do you mean? Follow my lead. I'm the one that was out all night. Got in late last night. Exactly. Wayne made me um lead our uh REI Masters mentorship call last night made all by myself. You? Made you? You left me no option, Wayne. <laughs> yeah, we So it. I think that it's time for you to step up to the plate here and take the lead. At our coaching session last night, we have our um, our master's coaching sessions every Thursday night, and uh, unfortunately, I was still um, uh, unable. To, I I was I was in the middle of something. Um, <laughs> the mystery. Well, he could not attend. <laughs> they're all wondering why I didn't. We didn't have a show yesterday. That's true. Um, we do not cancel shows very often. We cancel shows when the only time I cancel a show is when I get zero sleep. Yes. That's it. And I will come and do a show when I get three hours of sleep, four hours of sleep. But if I don't get any sleep at all, I, it's just, you know, we need that extra hour and a half in order to function during the day. We, mm -hmm. we have a very busy real estate investing business and we need to be at our best. We need to get at least four hours of sleep 
anyways, um, we were debating about whether we wanted to talk about this or not because we were extremely emotional about it um, two nights ago mm-hmm. uh, when it happened. So we, um, I'm going to tell the full story, actually. Um, a bit of a roller coaster of, of, of emotions on Wednesday. Um, so we have an accepted offer on one of our flips. And I mean, we were extremely happy to get that offer because, um, I mean, by far we have the nicest, nicest house on the market. Absolutely stunning. Like the, the pictures are stunning, but you walk into that house and it is overwhelmingly gorgeous. Yeah. It's, 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 and the picture show really well. When you walk mm-hmm. in that house, there's the, like, sometimes, you know, you walk, you see a listing and then you go walk in the house and you're like, oh, it doesn't look as advertised, right? It is as advertised and mm-hmm. better. It's, mm-hmm. it's gorgeous. And, um, we were just so excited to finally, you know, get the offer and it was right where we wanted it to be. I mean, a little bit less, but we were just happy because, you know, the, the market has, has gotten a little quiet here. Um, with these interest rates and nobody's pulling the trigger on buying a home right now. Um, when you, when you look at realtor.ca in that area and the surrounding areas, there is no better home on the market that looks as good. That is, that is priced as good as ours. Mm -hmm. So we just, you know, we were really, we were really getting worried there for a minute. Um, we were very patient and then we got our offer. So we were extremely happy about that. And, um, they were scheduled to, uh, to come in for their home inspection. And then we got a text from our realtor and we weren't really paying attention to what day it was. Um, and he said, uh, let's take a peek here. I'm going to pull it up and see if I can pull it up quickly. This was on Wednesday afternoon. Wednesday around 12. Mm-hmm. Um, what we got here? Okay, here it is. Nope, maybe it's not. God dang it. <laughs> Do you see it where it is? Okay, here it is. Make some noises. <laughs> okay. I, I don't know. It's taking you so long. I have it up here. I pulled up the wrong chat. It was in a group chat. Yes. Um, have an update from the from the other realtor. Good morning. Um, financing is approved. I have the approval to remove the condition from the bank. I'm like, wow, that was really fast. They wanted mm-hmm. they wanted a little bit longer than usual. Inspection had a few concerns from the buyers. See the photos for more info. The left front big element on the stove is not working. Central ventilation system not fully functional. Which, by the way, that's complete horseshit. You know what I mean? That's just like such a generic thing. Um, southwest window seal failure. I'm like, what? Uh, the fence is in much worse condition than it initially looked and will require immediate rot replacement. I'm like, that fence is in really good condition. Please confirm the dishwasher works properly. The inspector felt the wash cycle sounded off, kept stopping and starting randomly, but was not able to determine if it was in good working order. The buyers feel the combined value to repair or replace these items is $10,000. They are requesting the seller to pay half and are requesting a $5,000 price reduction. We saw that and we're like, this is complete bullshit. Well, at first I, I was I was like, how, like, how are all these brand new appliances not working? And then I was like, well, the good news is that they're brand new. They're under warranty. Like, mm-hmm. we'll swap them out. No big deal. And like whatever was going on with the central ventilation system, like it was a brand new furnace that was also brand new. So warranty, we're good. (laughs) Well, when you say central ventilation system, it's like saying uh, the car is not working properly. You got to be more specific. It could be the brakes. It could be the engine. It could be the the power windows, for goodness sake. Like it could be anything, Mm -hmm. right? What part of it isn't isn't functioning properly? Are they basically saying that the whole arteries of the house are just need to all be torn out, or they needs more ducts? Like, what are you, what are you saying? Yeah. <laughs> um. So 
we're like, hey, send us those pictures because there was no pictures. Send us the report. And send us the report. We will review it and then we will discuss with them. In my mind, I'm thinking I'll replace all of the warranty items because I can get that stuff done. You want to go fix the, you want to go redo the fence that's perfectly, like it's in great condition. You want to go, like there's no rot. You want to go redo the fence and you want to go do whatever you want to do to this the central ventilation system. Go for it. But otherwise, I'm going to take care of the items that I'm actually responsible for. As for the window seal failure, I just, I don't know how they could have, you don't really know if there's a window seal failure until you see some condensation coming in or until like winter comes. Mm -hmm. So like, and, and the window is in great condition. It was when we got it months prior. So, um, yeah, that's another one. It's just like, you know what, like we're not, we're not replacing a window. And if you want to replace the window, you can replace it yourself. Like it, it's anyways. Um, so that's what our, our basic plan was. We were waiting, 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 waiting. And then... Um, Lots of back and forth. Yeah. Until eventually um, our realtor contacts us and says, uh, so I was reaching back out to the buyer's realtor for some clarification. And she said, oops, sorry. I sent you the report and information for another client. Not our flip, not our buyer, not our inspection report. <laughs> Your in, our inspection is tomorrow at 9 a.m. I'm like, what? And I thought about it. I'm like, shit, that's right. That was, was that was that actually Thursday? No, it was, it was Wednesday. It was Wednesday. Wednesday. So, yeah, we're on Wednesday at like 3 o'clock, three hours later after we're sitting there like thinking that I'm yeah, not well, dropping it's, this. And it's also funny because uh, Wayne had texted me like that morning. Uh, that morning saying, so I had an, an appointment with um, Liam, who's our partner on that property, and he's also a tattoo artist. So he was doing some uh, tattoo touch-ups for me that day. So I had an appointment with him and Wayne's like, oh, perfect. You can uh, let him, you can update him and let him know that the inspection is tomorrow and, and whatnot. Um, if you could, you know, give him that information, that'd be great. And I was like, perfect. And... Um, and so as I'm, and like literally as I was parking and paying for my parking, that's when uh, Calvin's message came in about the inspection. So instantly um, I clued in that, oh, Wayne literally just told me that it was tomorrow, but I guess maybe he was mistaken and it's today. So I kind of brushed it off, but in the I back of my mind, forgot. yeah, in the back of my mind, I was like, I thought this thing was supposed to be tomorrow. But anyways, so yeah, that was like, they, they had us like on, like Wayne and I were on the phone, we were texting back and forth. I was like chatting with Liam about all the messages that were coming through. Like this was going on for like, yeah, like a couple hours of us like trying to figure out what the heck is, is going on. Yeah. So like, thanks. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, realtor. <laughs> yeah. So it, that, they really stressed us out for a couple hours. I mean, it shouldn't have, but like. Like I said, we were this 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 part of this part of a sale or this part of a flip, and I guess in general, um, is is normally the hardest part. It's like it's waiting for the offer, waiting for signatures, getting low balls, <laughs> and then they start pointing out stuff that's so dumb. Like I wouldn't be surprised if they said, "Yeah, we want to replace the fence." Oh, actually, one of their things is that we don't like the gray bottoms of cabinets. So what we did was a two-tone um, cabinets in the kitchen, gray bottoms, glossy and white, glossy on the top. We don't like the grays. Please tell us how much it would cost to replace all the grays in the bottom to white. Mm -hmm. That's one of their stupid requests. That's what we're dealing with. And this is like this happens every single effing time we 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 get towards this point. It's like they have these dumb requests and they're like, hey, couldn't help but notice that um yeah, there's a, there's a, there's a patch of grass in the backyard that's like that's that's not perfectly green. You know what I mean? So it's it's a pretty stressful time, um, and that's why like um, when we got all this, we were just like really emotional about it, and then it, then it went away, and then it was like oh for a second like we we took a breather and um, we're like okay cool, well okay, and I told you know Gabby and I told Liam I'm like okay everybody just calm down relax. Um, enjoy the night enjoy the night because tomorrow they're going to come back with all brand new shit <laughs> <laughs> and it's going to be different than this shit today so let's just relax for a day uh, for the next 24 hours at least and then we'll review it again and then we'll get through this uh we didn't make it two fucking hours 
two hours and Liam calls back and said, uh, he called me a couple times actually, but I was in the middle of, can't remember. I was on another call or something like that. And he called me a couple times and he was like, really, um, really wanted to get a hold of me. And, um, he called me up and said, I got bad news. And he said, uh, the basement's flooded. I'm like, dude, no. And he said, yeah. And I'm like, do you know how it happened? And he's like, uh, not really, but the neighbor said that something about they saw the water running and uh, they went and turned it off. And I'm like, you got to be shitting me. So what happened was um, we have new new grass seed in the, in the backyard because we did a, we did some grading and um, we had a new, um, we pulled out like all the trees in the backyard and we removed like um, some, some pilings for an old deck and we built a garage. Um, so there was a lot of work done in the backyard. So um, we added all new grass seed and we were just doing our best to, to get the, the, the water on it to make sure that to make sure that we got enough water as you know as possible so we can get the grass growing and i it was like half an hour before he called me he posted i don't know if you guys were follow liam on 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 social media he posted a picture he's like look at this green grass it looks like it's the 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 this looks looks like i'm in um, scotland fields or something whatever he said um and i'm like holy shit man that that's crazy like i've never seen you know, like just such a difference it used to be brown. And then now it's all like a luscious, like bright green. And then half an hour later, he's calling me, told me that the basement is flooded. I guess he took the picture and then he went inside just to kind of check on things. Mm-hmm. And someone had been there um, two days prior. So his, um, while he was away in Poland, his girlfriend was checking in every day, um, just checking in on the property and also just checking in on like the, the sprinkler and everything else checking on the grass and so no one was there the day before and then he came today or yet whatever whatever day it was um the wednesday Wednesday, thank you um snow was there on tuesday he went there on wednesday and uh the neighbor happened to pull him aside and say hey you know i couldn't help but notice the water was running so i turned it off it had been running for a while and he didn't really think much of it and then we went into the basement and there's a lot of water. Um, so what had happened was it took a little while to figure it out. Trying to figure out how this water got in the house. But someone had moved the uh, um, the hose. And the sprinkler timer that we had, um, the hose timer, that was only supposed to go on for 15 minutes in the morning and 15 minutes at night, malfunctioned. And the water was pouring at the house nonstop for over a day. And you know, it doesn't matter grading and everything else. If you don't have like weeping teller, like a sump pump, which this property doesn't, um, all that water at the house will eventually build up. Now, thankfully, um, the foundation on that side is actually really good. But what happened was, is that the window wells filled up. And after the window wells filled up, they, the water started pouring into the window. So the two bedroom windows downstairs just got flooded through the windows. Um, and we can see all the damage of where it came in and then down the walls and then just filled the basement. So um, pretty, pretty stressful situation. Um, I had to drop what I was doing right there. I had two coaching calls booked that night. I was just about to get started on. I had to drop it and go run down there and... Um, start sucking up uh, water. But I mean, there was so much water at the side of the house too. Like the yard is soaked. Mm-hmm. Like even after a sunny day yesterday. Um, so after two days of the water being off, it is soaked. Like the window well, it like I filled, I don't know how many vacuum uh, shop vacs full of water just from the window well. Like the window well, as soon as you fill it, like suck up all the water, it would just like the, it would just, um, it would just uh, come out of the mud again. Like it was just, there's just so much like um, uh, underneath the ground and it just keeps building up on the side of the house. No, it's not coming in anymore. It's, it's below the window line. It's all sitting on the foundation, 
Um, and thankfully, after looking at it, we found out that like, none of it's coming in on the foundation, which is very surprising because most foundations, you know, it's a it's a porous material. Like eventually there's houses aren't built like boats. Like it's not meant to keep water out. Like your prevention systems are meant to keep water out. And the foundation is a last line of defense, right? Mm-hmm. So it's not, there's no cracks, which is, you know, every foundation has cracks. Pull out all your insulation and your drywall, you'll notice most most houses eventually get cracks. It, some of them get it right after they, you know, right after they're built. But vertical cracks are fine. Um, nothing is coming in from the house. It just all came in through the window. So we were very fortunate about that. So we spent the first night on uh, Wednesday just like getting up the bulk of the water. Like buckets are, you know, the, the vacuums are filling up very quickly downstairs. Um, and then I was focusing on the window wells and then we came, went back yesterday. So that's why I was there till 11, 1130 on Wednesday night. That's why there's no show yesterday. Um, and then I woke up a few hours later than I normally do and then headed down there again. Um, the buyer still, they didn't want to cancel their inspection. So they still went for their inspection. They spent an hour there and then they decided to go home. Um, uh, they're surprisingly understanding. Yeah. I think the most devastating blow to us and all of that wasn't just simply the fact that it flooded, but the fact that we might lose the buyer. Yeah. Um, because, you know, like when you've been, when, when you've purchased a property and put, you know, so much money into making it beautiful and then it's sat on the market for just over a month because you know the market is it's tough right now and then you accept an offer a little under what you wanted but you're happy to get you know that that offer in um and then to start almost like planning like okay great our money's coming back that means like this and that and that you start planning right yeah and then to know that this could, should <laughs> yeah. make somebody freak out and walk away was the devastating blow. Yeah. And I mean, even if, and I, and when that happened that night, I just made the decision in my head that they were walking away. That they're walking away. I, I shouldn't, I gotta, I gotta stop thinking about all the different ways I can make this work and how to convince them. You know what? Like, if I have it in my mind and I made it, made it up in my mind that they are walking away, then if they do stay, then it's just bonus and it'll be a win. Um, but it was, it's too much stress trying to figure out what they're going to do and how they're going to react and things like that. Mm-hmm. So, um, but after, when I, when I made that decision in my head, I'm like, oh shit, like if anyone requests to see this property over the next week or two, I have to den- deny it. Yeah. And if they ask why, you know what I mean? Yeah. You almost need to take the listing down. Yeah. yeah until we can get it fixed. Mm-hmm. And, um, so that, that's what worried me as well. It was that like, even if they do back out, which I'm uh, expecting them to. Um, I can't even show this thing for another two weeks, probably while we're getting repaired. So, um, went back yesterday, uh, around 11 AM and we worked till, uh, close to 10. So we put another, we put another 11 hours in just vacuuming and vacuuming. And we had all the air movers and everything else. And, and, uh, and thanks to, I just want to make a big shout out (coughs) to, uh, Matt and Taylor. And also Mike, um, they did not need to come out. Matt and Taylor came out the first night and then Mike came out last night. Yeah, these guys did not need to come out um, and help out, uh, but they did. And it was extremely, it was, it was, it was, it was. Um, it Overwhelming. Was really, yeah. Yeah. It was really, it was really nice of them to do that. Um you know, it, it's, you think it's, you think it's just going to be easy enough and just grab a couple of vacuums and a couple of air movers, but it's a lot more work than that. And, um, you know, for, for Matt and Taylor to stay out until after 11, um, the other night. And then for, for Mike to come out last night after he heard, Mike didn't know, Mike didn't know till last night. The second he heard, he messaged me and, um, yeah, he, it was in, literally in the middle of our mentorship call. Um, we were talking about what had happened and he disappeared from, um, from Kathleen's screen and uh, had had left, and so Kathleen messaged me after to tell me, and yeah, because <laughs> um, it, it's through all of this, it slipped my mind that um, he, he he used to do remediation, yeah, and um, so he was asking me a bunch of questions uh, about what we are doing and what our plan was, 
And I realized I was doing a few things wrong or I wasn't doing it effectively. Um, so he's like, I'm coming over. He's like, what's the address? And he came over and he helped us out and he got it set up in a more productive way. Because mm-hmm. um, it just seemed like once we got the bulk of the water out, you know, Liam and I are sitting there with, with you know, wet vax. And we're just going over the same four feet back and forth, back and forth. And it's just like we're taking up this little tiny little bit of amount of water. And at that point, it's like you're, you're, you're like I, we, we would do a room and then the room was still like moist afterwards. And then I go back into the room again and I would do it over again. I'm still picking up water. And it's just like, it's so frustrating. Over it feels and like, over and over and over and over again. It yeah. feels like it just will not end. And so he had a bunch of different tips for us and stuff. And he's like, you know, you can keep doing that. It's, it does help, but you know, you're not really um, getting to the, to the root problem. And um, so, yeah, he was able to help us out with that last night. And just, I just wanted to say thank you to those guys. Mm-hmm. Um, what a, what a, what a tremendous community. Um, you know, I, I never expected, I, and I don't expect, I don't expect the community to come and support us. Um, but I see this every day. I see all of the, you know, in our, in our master's mentorship group, just like, just constantly, um, people helping each other out, helping each other out and, you know, starting their own little groups and accountability partners and stuff like that. And I hear like, you know, a few of them are are doing like a social media accountability group and strategy sessions and stuff like that. And, and just like the friendships I, I hear about that have been developed you know, through the, for, through the mentorship group, which is, it's really cool. And and also just the, you know, just the community as well through yeah. the podcast and the free Facebook group, just, you know, these different meetups and stuff that are happening, all these friendships and joint venture partnerships. It's just, it's, it's really cool. And I never really, I never really expected it to come to us, but it was, it was, you know, it did. And I, and I wanted to, you know, share my gratitude for that, mm-hmm. especially on a, you know, weekend like this of, um, you know, thinking about being thankful and stuff. It was the perfect time to, I mean, like for me, it was definitely an overwhelming emotion to see the community step up and step in. Um, I felt awful that I was just like at home with Everly (laughs) Um, while other people were spending their evening, you know, in in the mud and the water. Um, so it was overwhelming for me. It, it, it literally brought me to tears and continues to bring me to tears. I mean, any, every time I, th- I think about it, I get teary eyed and, um, I've cried several times just like out of pure gratefulness and, and gratitude. And, um, yesterday I went on a walk in the morning with my dog and just like the entire time it was just like repeating how grateful I am for the community and for, you know, our health and for everything like these things are really they feel devastating when they happen this feels devastating right now um but we're here we're healthy we're you know we have this amazing community we have you know all these things to be grateful for Mm -hmm. and um it's it's powerful when you can shift that mindset and know that um this sucks but we're okay yeah you know like this is this is a really hard time, but we're okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna take a quick little commercial break here, and uh, we're gonna come back and we'll give you guys an update on on where it's at right now, what's going forward. Hi, folks. Barry McGuire here. I'm inviting you to join our free Facebook group, Barry McGuire's Creative Real Estate Education. We go live every Monday discussing all sorts of creative real estate strategies. You know, nothing can match the power of learning from Canada's top creative real estate experts. We provide you with the education and tools you need to close your first damn deal. It's the most important one. Join our free group, Barry McGuire's Creative Real Estate Education, and we'll see you Monday. We are back. Um, Yeah, and I I want to talk a little bit about gratitude here. uh, for the rest of the show as well. Again, you know, going into the, uh, going into the long weekend, Thanksgiving weekend, but as for updates and where we're at right now, um, we, we, we got everything all set up properly. Um, we've got our, you know, contractors going in today, this morning, um, to start working on cutting out all the drywall that's affected. All the baseboards are off. The, the doors are coming off because, um, 
the door frames are all swollen on the bottom, so the whole frame has to come off. Wayne, uh, can the slabs be saved? Slabs can be saved, yeah. I mean, like you can't really just go. Can you just go buy door frames? I don't know if you can. Well, but regardless, being able to keep the slabs means you don't need to paint them. So that's, that's good. That's yeah. yeah. So we'll yeah we'll find out if um the we can just get frames if it could be cheaper. But yeah, I'm assuming we're gonna get hung doors. Yeah. And um, I and I don't even know if it's if well get the cheap ones. Uh, but then I was also thinking about like, do we just get the good doors? that we would normally get and then just put them in the garage and wait for the opportune moments that we have like a 33 and one eighth door. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, hang tight there. Uh, uh, who's trying to call in? Uh, Boogie Nights. Um, Boogie Nights, are you a real estate investor or just looking to chat? Let us know in the comments. Um, Boogie, Night, Boogie Nights just entered the live studio. Okay, yeah, let us know, Boogie Nights, if you are a real estate investor or if you're just looking to, to chat. Okay. Um, yeah, if, if we're not going to use these, um, if we're not going to use these, uh, these doors, mm -hmm. um, because like the last thing I want is to store more shit in the garage mm -hmm. for like, waiting for that perfect moment for a left-handed door that just happens to be the right size. Mm -hmm. Then I would say probably get the cheapest ones. You know, um, within the community, we might have people who could use them. We are not storing goddamn doors. <laughs> Let us know if you need some doors. <laughs> um, 20 bucks a door. There you go. Um, but yeah, you're right. We, we wouldn't have to paint them. So we'll just take the ones that we have existing off the hinges um, we'll put in, you know, get the new ones, take the, take the new doors off, the new slabs off, install the door frames, and then install the already freshly painted, yep. um, doors on those frames. So it'll be a lot less work. Um, and our contractor can just spray the frames and all the baseboards at the same time out in the garage and, uh, no big deal. So, yep. um, it's going to be a bit of work, but other than that, you know, uh, the, the carpet's salvageable. It's just wet. So we're, we're, we got, we're getting disinfectant and we're getting, you know, properly cleaned and everything else. Um, getting all that dried out. Um, we've got lots of airflow, you know, we're going to be getting within like the studs and that kind of stuff to make sure there's no mold. Um, um, and then there's going to be some drywall repairs and then, uh, then the baseboard's back yeah. on. So professional carpet cleaning. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so it's it's it happens, and the cool thing is that the the buyer's realtor understands that this is just freak accident. It's not like there was, you know, um, a big rainfall and there was foundation cracks that water was coming through. You know, mm -hmm. um, which was a relief for us too yeah. to know that that you know, holy shit, this sucks. But wow, I'm like glad that this isn't more serious, yeah. right? Um, Kirsten asked if the windows are damaged at all. Well, once we, once we get all that drywall cut out around the windows, um, this morning, we'll have a good idea of what's yeah. going on with the framing behind it. Mm -hmm. Um, it's still early enough that we can dry it all out. Yeah. Um, most of the, you know, the, the, uh, the two by fours that we could see so far have already dried out just from, you know, getting airflow. So, um, we do need to get that opened up and get some airflow on there as well to make sure that that all gets dried. Um, Ryan was asking, when's the possession supposed to be, um, condition state was the, is the 11th, which is on Tuesday. Um, and which, you know, we're going to have to extend that now. And, uh, possession date is two weeks from now, uh, the 21st. So that might be pushed as well. We're going to try our best to get this done as quickly as possible, but like, we can't expect our contractors to work over Thanksgiving weekend. Yeah. Um, but we'll see how it all plays out. Uh, today we're going to be, you know, getting all the measurements for the baseboards, um, we're going to be getting all the doors, um, on order so we can pick them up on Tuesday. So hopefully he can just like cut out all the drywall, get some airflow on that. We can order up all the supplies and then get working on that. Uh, first thing on Tuesday. Yeah. Um, it's going to take some time, but you know, hoping, hoping that by Friday next week, it should all be done. Yeah. Um, crossing our fingers. Yeah. Yeah. Our contractor is also trying to bring in, um, his buddy who does a lot of uh, work for us as well. So hopefully we can get, uh, two guys in there and just get it done really quickly. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, so that's, uh, that's ultimately why, um, 
you know, why we missed yesterday. And, and, and for those of you that are wondering why I wasn't on the mentorship call, um, last night, that's, that's why, um, I was still out till like, when did I get home last night? 11 ish. Yeah. It was a long day, but I, you know, I got a decent amount of sleep and, uh, um, yeah, so, um, so <laughs> there's a few other questions here. Um, one being, uh, insurance. And so, yeah, like I, um, I did talk to our, um, insurance broker yesterday, which I don't even think I told you when. <laughs> oh, really? I meant to ask you about that. Um, yeah, so, uh, I, I talked to Steve and, um, he basically, <coughs> assured me that we're doing everything properly because I, I was worried about like, you know, if we're, if there is possibly a claim and we're in there doing stuff and like starting, you know, we want to get our crew in right away to start repairs so that we can salvage this, um, this deal. Yeah. Um, are there going to be any problems with that? Do we need to like hang tight and that sort of thing? And he's like, no, keep doing what you're doing. Just lots of documentation, um, which will, which will just help move things along if you do put in the claim and that sort of thing. So, um, he assured me that we can just keep trucking along to try to save our deal. And, um, and he, it was the end of the day by the time he got back to me. So he's like, um, you know, I only got about 20 more minutes in the office here, but I'm going to pull up your file. I'm going to leave it on my desk. And first thing tomorrow morning, um, I'm going to comb through all the verbiage and um, and look at your situation and kind of see where we land. And then I'll give you the, the best possible advice that I can give you. Yeah. Because, um, you know, you like the other question I asked him is like, you know, we've been, we have our entire rental portfolio and all these flips with you guys. It's been, you know, like, um, I, I can't remember when we switched to Sadler, but many years we've yeah. been with them. Yeah. And I'm like, um, you know, does that come into play if there's a, a claim filed? I know that a lot of the time that affects your policies moving forward. You know, when a company sees that you filed a claim, then all mm -hmm. of a sudden the premiums start going up and that sort of thing. And he's like, they take everything into consideration. They see your portfolio. They see the strength of it. They see how long you've been with them. They look at, you know, uh, the property specific. Uh, so normally when you file a claim, it really only affects that property moving forward. So is there an issue? Is there going to be an issue in the future? What was it? That sort of thing. And then the premiums may go up based on that. Right. Said, but when it's a property that you're flipping and, and you're holding for short term and getting rid of, they can't like, they can't really be like, you know, it, it's almost like they want to penalize you for filing the claim, but at the same time, they can't hold it to that property because oh, you're getting rid of it. So there's like all these little intricacies and he's like, but the strength of your portfolio should work in your favor. And the fact that, you know, you've been loyal to them for all these years and have so much, so many policies and all that sort of stuff. So, mm. um, so we'll see where we land when I get that call today and, uh, whether it's worth it and. Well, it's, it's probably going to come down to the deductible, right? Yeah. And, and I was thinking about that and I was talking with, with Liam about that last night while we were, while we were working and, um, it's, it's hard to say, um, we don't really look at the deductibles with flip insurance. We never thought we'd have ever have to do, um, well, you never do <laughs> until you do. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, it's a legal thing. We only get the insurance just for legality and to make sure that if it burns down, we, you know, we can cover the replacement, but In most cases, you normally go with the cheapest option, the biggest deductible, just to keep the monthly payments lower, right? Because the likelihood is so low. So it's really going to come down to see, like, what's the deductible that we have to pay? And then what's the cost of the, you know, the repairs that we've done? You know, we a lot of the a lot of the work we did ourselves, but then like hiring a contractor and then the materials and stuff, it's probably going to land somewhere in around like a five, $6,000 range, we're estimating, to get it all repaired. So if the deductible is 5000 bucks, it's just not worth it, mm -hmm. right? And, and if it's going to jeopardize and increase your premiums over the next 20 years, it's just better to pay for it yourself. Um, so we'll kind of see where that lines. And, and as well, like after our contractor goes in there today and gives us an estimate on how long it's going to take. Mm -hmm. um, and then we determine, you know, how much the materials are going to cost and we can make that educated decision, whether it's worth it or not um, to put in a claim. Um, but yeah, it is what it is. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> but I, you know, I wanted to go back to, was there other questions? Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm lost in here. Sorry. Insurance I thought, claim. I thought you had some. 
Oh, I, I think that um, I, I said there's a couple of questions, but they all kind of fell in line with each other. So yeah, so like throughout the um, insurance process, we'll be like uh, documenting the um, the repairs and stuff. So we'll, yeah. have, we'll have all of that and, and you know, proof that we've remediated it um, professionally and appropriately, um, didn't cut any corners and all that kind of stuff. So. And that sounds like that's all the buyer and the buyer's realtor wants to see. It's just documentation and 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 pictures and um, keeping them apprised. Yeah. Um, yeah. In know. these situations, like transparency is number one, you know, like when it, when it flooded all like instantly you're like, Oh my God, like, can we tell the buyers something to make them postpone their inspection? Like immediately you start freaking out. Right. Yeah. But then it's like, no, wait, like <clears throat> we need transparency here. That's the only way this is going to work. Yeah. Yeah. Um, once we remove all the drywall, we'll be able to see the foundation of the area there. Um, and thankfully, like when I was pulling off the baseboards, I can see all of the, um, I can never remember what the bottom two by four is called the bottom plate or something like that. Um, I always forget the term, but the, the bottom, um, two by four, you could see that it was dry in most areas and it was only wet underneath the windows. Mm. So that just told me, and then the indications that I saw around the window, you know, like the, uh, the box there, the the drywall, I could see, and I could see the stains coming down the wall. So it was very clear that it came through the window. But I was also concerned that there might be some cracks behind the, the drywall, yeah. which I'm not intimidated by. Like, I know that even if there is, then we just fill them, right? Yeah. Um, and that's fine. So when we open up that drywall, we're going to be able to have a picture showing that there is no cracks, and that it came through the window, and that it was just a, a fluke accident, which it was. Yeah. Um, or if there is cracks in there, and we find it, um, then we'll just get them filled and repaired. So, um, either or we're going to be able to give the buyer confidence to know that, you know, this won't happen again, permitting they don't repeat a very dumb accident like we did. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and Wilson asked, is there anything you would have done different? Um, as to how you reacted. Oh, as to how you reacted. Well, yeah, I mean like we, we couldn't have done anything different with the house. We were checking on it every 24 hours. Like it's, we did everything that we're supposed to do. Um, so nothing in that sense. It just, it was just happened. Um, how would we have reacted differently? I probably, I probably would have called Mike sooner. <laughs> yeah. It's hard to remember when you're in a state of chaos as to like who, you know, who can help. <laughs> and I don't, and, and like, it's the last thing I want to ask someone to do after a long day at work. Absolutely. It's hard to ask for help. Um, and you know, I've, we've had, we've had not large scale floods. We've had floods before, like we've dealt with water and like, um, you know, I've called the remediation companies and they just basically said, Oh no, you don't need us for this. Just get just some air movers, something. suck yeah. it up, wipe it up. And then you'll be done with it. Um, and just do all these, these three or four things. And, you know, I appreciated that honesty, like it, you know, and, and from what we saw, it wasn't that bad. We knew exactly what we needed to do. We we've done enough renovations to know, you know, how to handle the situation. We know what's damaged, we know what's not. Um, so we were just doing what we should, you know, should have done. But, um, you know, there was some tips and tricks that, uh, that Mike had that, you know, can speed it up significantly faster. We thought we were going to be done the first night after seven or eight hours and it, we still weren't close. And then, you know, it add another 11 hours the next day. And we're like, what is like by the seventh or eighth hour yesterday, we're like, what is going on? This is just, yeah. A little discouraging. Um, so, yeah, I mean, with hindsight, yeah, I probably would have called Mike sooner. But, um, no, I think we handled it, you know, properly. We got the right equipment. Um, you know, we worked our tails off. Yeah. And, Wayne, when you got that call from Liam, I think it was like 20 minutes and you were out the door. So, yeah. you know, just like jumping into action and doing what needs to be done. Um, Nobody else is going to fucking do it. Yeah. And but I mean, like you could have could have called a remediation company, and when can you get out there, and all that kind of stuff, you know. But sometimes you just gotta, you know, put your rubber boots on and jump into action. Yeah, yeah. I. You do what you got to do. Yeah. And you control what you can't control, and that's all. 
So, uh, no, I'm, I'm pretty satisfied with the way we handled it. I, I, I could, I wouldn't have known any differently. I did a little quick Google. The, the 20 minutes that took me to get out the door was just, you know, throwing on some dirtier clothes and, um, and doing some Google searches. That's, that's all. Mm-hmm. And Liam hopped into action immediately too. And he went down and got all the equipment and, um, hats off to Liam as well. Like, he's just like, um, and I told him, I'm like, dude, you go home whenever the fuck you want to go home. I am not going to hold it against you. I'm not going to say shit. I'm not going to think less of you. Just go home whenever you want. He's like, no, I'm here when you're here. And he showed up earlier than I did. And so, you know, good, good on Liam. Like he's, um, he's right fucking in it. Mm-hmm. Like he's just, he's learning so much Yeah. throughout this whole process. He's been right in it. And whenever there comes a time for like, you know, something needs to be done. You know, like the the exterior needed to be painted, the mechanical room needed to be painted. He jumped right fucking in. I'll do it. Yeah. I'll do it. So like he's just, a, yeah, he's just a, like an amazing partner to have on this. Yeah. Um, we're we're incredibly blessed to have Liam as well. Um, and I didn't say anything about Liam earlier, which was ex- incredibly rude. Liam, I gotta apologize. Hope you're still here 15 minutes <laughs> well. Later. It, it is his, it is his project too. <laughs> but like he, he he didn't need to, right? And yeah. I wouldn't, I didn't expect it of him any more than I expected anyone else. But um, no, he was just right in there and just, just always constantly just, um, he, he's very uh, reliable. Absolutely. 1000%. But I, I wanted to end the show out um, today, you know, as it is Thanksgiving this weekend. Um, I want everyone, if you can, in the comments. And we'll read them off. And if you if you don't want me to say your name, just say don't say my name. Um, and if you want to, say, 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 my, say name, my name. Say my name. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no one is around you. I want you guys to say what you're thankful for this year. You know, thankful is it any partnerships, any money you raised, any deals you've done, anyone who's you know, helped you out. Um, are you grateful for yourself? I think you all should be, I think you all should pat yourself on the, on the back as well. Do not forget to pat yourself on the back because you, we are, what are we at? October 7th today. <clears throat> um, you for the last 200 and some odd days, have done fucking amazing, right? And yeah, sometimes I know you feel like um, you didn't do enough this year or you haven't done enough yet, but uh, you've done significantly more than, than, than you did the year before or what other people are doing. So give yourself some credit and, and thank yourself for going out of, the, you know, are we three quarters of the way through the year? 76.4. 76.4, like three quarters of the way through the year. Um, you've done some pretty amazing things and yes, you can do more. You can always do more, but be grateful for what it is that you have done and thank yourself. Be proud of yourself for what you've done this year so far. Um, don't quit for that. You still got 25% of the year left, 24% of the year left. So don't, don't quit, but pat yourself in the back. And I want you guys to also share what you, what else you're thankful for, for this year, um, for your business, for life. And I want you guys to think about that this weekend and, it would be really great if you guys can take some time off this weekend as well. <clears throat> You've worked very, very hard this year. Um, you could tell just in the last little while that Gabby and I have just been a little, we've been exhausted. You know, we've been, we've had a very difficult year. We, we not just like from workload, just like, you know, uh, reactionary stuff. You know what I mean? Having to react to things and, and we've, we've, we've taken, We've taken on more than we normally would, you know, having to jump in and, you know, play in the puddles, stuff like that and other nonsense. Um, and I also know that there's quite a few people in here that have done some fucking amazing things. We were talking about this on the master's call last night. Um, you know, that a lot of you have like completely come out of your shell and just said, fuck it. And just are doing things that you've never done before. And it's great. But I think that this weekend is a really great time to recharge charge up the batteries, take a day off for yourself. Okay. Just for yourself. Go take half a day, go for a walk, put your goddamn phone away this weekend. Okay. You've got another quarter of the year left and I need you guys at your best. 
So take this opportunity. This is the sweet spot. This time of year, this is a sweet spot to to recharge your battery. So put your, you know what, and recharge your phone battery too. Um, go plug your phone in, throw it in a closet, okay? Um, when it's charged, take the battery out of the phone and go throw it into a field, okay? And leave it alone for the weekend and go spend some time on your own. Just go for a walk, go for a drive. I don't care. Just, just, Just be with yourself for a little bit. And then for the rest of the weekend, um, spend some time with your family, the people you love, and enjoy it and um, connect. I say that because it's hard to connect when you've got all the bullshit in your head, all the stuff that's going on that, that, that people are throwing at you and what they're expecting from you and, and being hard on yourself for not getting shit done. So take this weekend to really you know connect with family, uh, reconnect with yourself, and then on Monday or Tuesday, fucking give her. But you're going to find that you're going to be so much better when you're when you're back to a fully charged state, when you're in your peak state. You're way more creative. You're way more willing to do stuff. It's, it's going to be easier to get out of bed. You're not going to be hesitating. You're not going to be second-guessing things. You're going to take action without having any impedances in front of you, with no resistance. So take advantage of this. May I say what I'm grateful for mm-hmm. or thankful for or both? Um, I'm, this is going to sound so fucked up, but I am thankful for this flood because this is the most gratitude I have ever practiced in my life over the past two days. And, um, and the point in the last, I moved to Edmonton in 2006. So whatever the math is there, how long I've been here, this is the most support, supportive community and the most supported I felt since moving to a, a new province, a new city. And um, I've, I found my people yeah. and I'm, I'm choking up because that's what I mean. Like, this is the most supported and held and um, and just the most gratitude I've ever felt in my life. Mm-hmm. And this flood gave me that opportunity to feel it and experience it. And I feel I feel so fulfilled because of it. I feel so special because of it. I had a conversation with one of our mentees actually just recently um, and they were going through something pretty hard and um, they haven't been around very much lately because of that and they apologized and they said I'm going to get back to it and, and um, it's, it's, it's funny you mentioned that because it's, it's true and this is what I, what I explained to, him, to this person was that um, um, even though these are horrible moments that you're experiencing like a flood or whatever you're going through. Uh, these moments don't come very often. This is a big, this is a big low point. And, and the reason it's, it's not like, it's not a horrible situation. It's, it's manageable, right? We know how to handle this, but I think that in combination with all other things going on that are outside of our control, um, sometimes it feels like it's, you don't have any control whatsoever. And when you throw on one more, and then, you know, you put yourself in that situation. It, it's an absolute low. And, but what I explained was that um, these lows don't come very often. These, these quote unquote rock bottoms don't come very often. And when they do, they feel fucking terrible. However, they are also a blessing if you see it and take advantage of it. And some of the worst moments of your life are the moments where you actually can have some of the most dramatic changes and redirections. Mm -hmm. And I think that you're owed, you owe it to yourself and you deserve to get something from back from it. If you're going to experience this, this horrible low, 
you deserve to get some value out of it. To take something from it. And what you need to do is you need to use that as momentum to never experience that ever again. Or use it as momentum to to change your life. Because I, you know what, I say the same shit every morning to you guys. The same shit every morning I tell you what to do and nobody ever does it. Because you're sitting in those comfy chairs, those comfy pillows, those comfy beds, those comfy jobs, those comfy salaries. It's hard to make dramatic change when you're comfortable. Mm -hmm. But when you're uncomfortable, those are the moments where you're like, fuck it. I'm going to do this. 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 You know what? This may be the worst moment in my life, but I'm going to come out of it like this. I'm going to be like a fucking phoenix rising from the ashes. So when you're in shitty moments like this or like that, those are the moments where you need to make big changes, big decisions to make big changes and then implement them in that moment. Use it as as fuel. Yeah. Yeah. Use it as fuel. And like you were saying, Gabby, it's like in that moment, you were actually able to realize and feel gratitude Mm -hmm. or you haven't felt it in a long time. Mm -hmm. And it may not seem like, you know, you changed your life or you quit your job or anything, but like that's, that's huge. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes it is difficult to feel gratitude. And when you walk away from this with an understanding and, you know, with a, with a new belief of, of what it is that you have and that you're, you know, that you're grateful, I feel that moving forward, it's, it's going to make things so much better. You know what I mean? You have decided in a way that you love this community and it provides you a ton of value and you're going to walk through every day realizing that now, mm-hmm. experiencing that now. And take not taking it for granted, and that's another thing. You're not taking things for granted anymore. So, yeah. um, I know a lot of you guys are having a hard year because you're doing a lot of great things. It's, it goes hand in hand. You do things that make that hurt, and then you know, it gets overwhelming and it's stressful because it's it's not comfortable. It's not comfortable. And if you keep pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing, you're going to get to the point where it's like you you know you crash. Whether that be your energy crashes or something happens where you know, some part of your life gives, whether it be relationships or your job or whichever, you're going to have a, you're going to, you're going you're, you're to run into something eventually. Um, but in those low moments, you know, take it as, and, and, and propel out of it. And hopefully make some big changes. So I hope that you guys, I'm going to read some of these, um, these, these comments here in a second, but hopefully you guys are able to just if this isn't you, then 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 continue on as you're doing. But I know that there are lots of you who have reached out to me um, that are that are having a rough time right now, and it must just be the time of year, um, seasons changing, yeah. or just going hard. Um, I don't know. It could be um, Saturn. Saturn is in retrospect. <laughs> um, Everybody, get your crystals out. Get your crystals out. <laughs> who knows? Uh, but for those of you that are struggling right now, take this weekend, please. Practice gratitude. Um, and and lastly, I just want to say, don't be afraid to ask for help. Please, this community is, and this doesn't. That's not just the paid community. I'm not just talking about you know the master's mentorship group. It's it's only it's exclusive. If you want accountability and you want to cry a shoulder to cry on, you got to pay. No, that's not the case. There's a there's an amazing community here that's not even within the you know the mentorship group. I'm just saying that like. This community is phenomenal. Yeah. Phenomenal. It's a very trusting place. So don't be afraid to ask for help. And don't be afraid to just reach out and say, hey, I'm just looking to vent. Can I get, can I get someone to listen to to me? Because I get it. Some Sorry, I'm rambling a little bit. But like, I I know what it's like when you don't have a community. And then you try and tell someone who's not in the community. And they give you the, the fucking I told you so. How many, how many of you guys have, have experienced that before? Mm-hmm. Where like you work hard and, and you fucking, you, you push through and you do things that make you feel uncomfortable and, and, and you're proving everybody wrong and then you have a bad day and you just want to talk about it. And you go and you talk to your friend and they're like, eh, I told you you shouldn't have done it. I don't know why you put yourself through that. See what I mean? In those moments, 
where you're second guessing everything and you go to that person or that family member and that's what they say you're 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 very easily influenced in those moments you could be actually you could actually be propelled in a different direction and what i want is i want you to propel forward and not backwards in these moments so make sure you got the right people around you make sure you're asking people for help Ken says he's thankful for the podcast. Josh says he's thankful for Ryan. Ryan and his wife, yeah. Opening up their home. Um, Cody, lot, I see lots of people are thankful for their spouses in here. Um, and amen to that. When you have a supportive uh, spouse, it makes all the different, all the difference. And that was one of the big uh, gratitudes I was practicing yesterday as well as just, you know, when. Oh, yeah. A hundred percent grateful for you. Yeah. One hundy. <laughs> One hundy from here to Bay of Fundy. Yeah. We're both feeling pretty grateful for each other. That's for sure. Um, Kirsten, thankful to be walking this year after her um accident the disability she experienced so yeah having family members step up when she needed them absolutely wilson grateful for his wife having her support is the core reason for their success kyle grateful for the support he's had with his flip and grateful that he was able to get full list off of the first showing it's been a great year amazing kyle Congratulations. Denis, grateful for a supportive wife, friends, family, Wayne and Gabby for creating this fantastic community. Awesome. Johnny, also thankful for his wife. Yeah, Johnny's been uh, juggling his, his full-time self-employed business plus his first burr. And uh, they have a couple kiddos and his wife's been stepping up on the home front, so. I, I was convinced that Johnny had plastic surgery. Cause I don't know how he keeps that smile on. <laughs> you thought those injections were pulling his I smile up? I <laughs> 100% thought he had, he had injections. I don't know how he manages to keep that smile on. I keep, that guy works like a motherfucker. So um, send me your, um, your Botox specialist. <laughs> El Ray was thankful for the support he's received from his family and the REI community. Thankful for a healthy baby daughter. And thankful for the guidance he's received. Thankful to, to himself for doing what he say, says he's going to do. That's awesome. Yeah. Frances, thankful for this awesome community and for her health. Thankful for the gift of life. Yeah. That's what I keep saying is like, we're, we're here, we're breathing. We have health. Those are all things to be grateful for. Roxanne, thankful to this amazing community that's so supportive. Thankful for her health and her amazing family. Mm. Yeah. Lots to be thankful for, you guys. Keep pushing through. Yep. Yeah. We are thankful for all of you. We are so incredibly deeply. I hope you guys have an awesome Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. I hope you guys get to spend lots of time with yourself and with family and you get all recharged. I want to see some serious, seriously overcharged batteries on Tuesday. There is no show on Monday. Take the holiday, okay? Spend some more time with your family or spend some time with yourself. Just really get recharged. I want you to charge up those batteries. we got 24% of the year left and we got a lot of stuff we need to get done in order to get you towards your goals. So I want you at your best. I want you at peak steak steak state i want you to order a peak steak for dinner on monday <laughs> so that you're in peak state for tuesday yes. and that's when we're gonna see you happy thanksgiving you guys we love you all from the bottom of our hearts thanks for listening to the real estate investing morning show thank you thank you oh thank you interested in being a guest on the show Send us an email to info at reimorningshow.com.